Hello, it's your house. Welcome to this episode 287. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey! What's up, everybody? What's up, guys? And this is Bobby, and we are back. Oh, man, dude, I think I slept through the game. Did, did What happened? <laughs> Something happened. I don't know. Are you there? You know what? I, I, I was on my way to the game. And there was so much rain, I couldn't, I couldn't get there. So I don't know. I, I never saw. I, I never really got in there. Well, I mean, as everybody knows, the game was postponed due to uh, rain and just mud and snow and everything that was coming across uh, California. You know uh, what I love? Day. You know what I love the most about this, Bobby? You know what I love the, the most about this situation is all the people that saw the videos of the field literally flooded, the outside parking lots literally flooded. And then the next day, the sun comes out on Sunday, and people are like, see, they could have played the game. I'm like, dude, your car would have been. Yeah, we would have been all in mud. Yeah, we, dude, your car would have sank in the mud, bro. Like, I what mean, do you if, think 80,000 people are going to do if you're sliding this, through that mud? I don't mud? think you've ever been to the Rose Bowl. If, you've, if, if you're saying this, I don't think you've ever been to the Rose Bowl. Never. People that have been to the Rose Bowl exact, knows exactly what, like, how it's, that was. A, it's soggy no, in no. the summer. Yeah, yeah Exactly. Exactly from all the cervezas, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was it was you know like we missed out we we missed out on a, a really big game. I mean, it was uh, I'm pretty sure it was seen for Apple and MLS's launch as the spectacle game of the weekend of the launch day, and uh, boom, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, gave a lot of focus to other games in that day, but I mean. It really made me jealous, trust me, because I was watching some games, and I said this on Balls and Beers, I was watching some other games, and I was just like, man, I just want to, I want to be celebrating, I want to be there. Nah, I, I, but, I don't think we would have got that vibe, though, you know, with the boycott happening. At the Rose Bowl, and, I think so. At the Rose Bowl, I think so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we would have got the same vibe that, like, some of the home openers got for the, for the teams that, you know, were, were the FO is no, we semi-confident. Wouldn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have supporters doing something out there, but there would still be, it would still be a really big vibe because it's just the Rose Bowl. And the difference will be, we'll see in three weeks or so, is when we actually play at home. That's when we're going to see the big difference. Yeah. And we're going to hear yeah. the difference because we, because even though, you know, through the, the, the broadcast for all the other games, Man, some of the some of these some of these stadiums were bringing it. They were loud, 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 and constant. Yeah. That was um, one of the that's... things I really enjoyed about the uh, the Apple production was that the and not only was the, the picture quality significantly better than what we saw. I saw obviously a lot of jokes like, "Whoa, is this what MLS like looks like?" Because what the <laughs> hell have I been watching, you know, before? And uh, so not only was the picture quality good, but the uh, the audio was coming in. At such a perfect balance between the broadcasters and the uh, supporters, it wasn't like one was drowning the other one out. It wasn't that there were moments, you know, but it was mostly good. Yeah, no, it was mostly I, good because because I, I it wasn't one of those where like you know what I'm just going to be quiet so you can just listen to the to the supporters and then we're going to raise that level to make it seem like you know it, it wasn't it was. Uh, it was a good flow, you know. Yeah. There was no break in the action. You didn't have to like stop and say, "Hey guys, check this out. We're actually really popular. Look, look, everyone's chanting." <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't. I don't think we ever got. Broadcast. I don't think we ever got a moment where we heard like you know the the lone guy trying to get the star. Here we go, Seattle. You know, I don't think we ever got that. I don't think we ever got the like, "Come on, y'all, better do something." Uh, you know, in, in Kansas well, City, I, I, I think I think we're 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 a, a long way away from those days. I don't but think dude, I, like sometimes that that's how out. the mix would end up. Like if you yeah. listen to like the Dallas games last year, you hear that. 
You know, because there's like 20. Yeah, mid-season. Mid-season. <laughs> yeah, because there's like 100 people in the stadium. It, 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 but, yeah, I, I agree with Lewis. I think that um, for the most part, like the the quality of the production – for it being opening week and for them to very much be getting their like all of the 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 kinks worked out, it was it was great. I thought I thought the coverage was great. Um, everything you know, the presentation could use some work, but you know they got they they got some time to figure it out. You know, it's a, like I think as Lewis said, it's a ten year deal. Uh, I would hope it doesn't take them ten years to figure it out. I hope I would hope that at, by the end of the season we're looking no, at a much a higher fast. quality. Yeah, no, I think it will be a, be a fast, fast thing. Yeah, it's going to be a fast learning experience to them. I mean, for me, you know, it. I think it's just. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. It's it's like sometimes when you talk to people that still talk about you know uh, uh, iPhone or Samsung or Android or whatever. It's like uh-huh. it's, it's you know it's like well we've had that before, but we're like for us we're like but dude it's it, we've never had this before. We've never had these features for these games. Right. We've never right. had th- this coverage. We've never had this this post game and 360 and all that stuff. And and it's awesome. And and it's awesome to be able to switch over to Spanish language. And it's awesome to switch over to the radio broadcast from whoever whoever the, the whoever radio broadcast. The radio broadcast or the local broadcast was, I think, a little bit easier to find. The Spanish broadcast was yeah, kind of is, is difficult. What that was a little yeah. bit diff- difficult to find. I think I think I finally got it for the last game of the season or I mean of the week, mm-hmm. uh, and and mostly because um, that was the Pablo Ramirez game, and and well worth well worth the switch over, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it's 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 really good. I mean, I'm just hoping for, like, I already want to be in the future. So like I already want to like click and look at my stats and I kind of want to like swipe up and see a heat map and I want to like see picture you know like my yeah give me the overlay grid, and also listen to the 360 audio but also switch over to the game audio real quick like I'm already I already want to be there well, wait wait but, until <laughs> Apple brings out their uh, their VR headset later this I'm just later hoping this they're listening. year I'm just hoping they're listening so put put yeah. all these features in all, all you need are. is all, all you need is three thousand dollar headset. To, to put on and then you'll yeah you'll get all of it. I don't want. VR. I don't want something heavy on my head. Fuck that. I think that uh, you know obviously it, it's you know it, it's it was the first week. It was the first show. It was the first weekend. You're not gonna get it perfect. And if you if you thought you had it perfect, no, it, it can only improve. It was close to perfect as as time went on. Obviously, I, I said in balls and beers. I'll obviously reiterate this again because. Uh, I know some people don't listen to balls and beers, but you know Shame. I think the the um, the idea of what they're trying to do um, it's spot on. It's yeah. uh, I think that they're they're really trying to hit a home run. Um, I, to, to some degree, I, I think it was there, maybe like a triple. There obviously were some things that you need to fix. Um, uh, way too many commercials in 360. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't you, you can't cover every game that's going on. And you know, at the time when it was happening, um, so you had the first game going on. It was Nashville uh, NYCFC. It was the only game at that time, so all eyes were on that one. And you know, that's when everyone's like, "Oh my god, check it out! There's a worm crawling through the grass. I can see that, right? Like it's just <laughs> it looks really good, um, look really crisp, and, and it's um, not even in 4K yet." Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, It's only going to, to get better. And then, you know, th- then you get to the, okay, well, the next slate of games is at 3.30 and or 
four or whatever. And there's seven games going on. So which one do I watch? And like, well, you know what? I'll probably put the 360 on. And for a while, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm liking this. Okay. And then as it went on, I was like, okay, this is really cool. But I can't get into a rhythm. Like, I can't really just say like. I don't think they got into rhythm. Yeah. And so I think it kind of like took us out. We're like, okay, you had this game going on. Hey, there's some good stuff going on. And then all of a sudden you switch to another game that, okay, this is actually a little dull. Go back to the other game and like, okay, I yeah, could go like, to that there's game. There's goals happening and they're still talking about right. something that doesn't really matter. Yeah, so it's kind of like, mm. and then of course you had the commercial. Like, okay, you had a commercial here that's really in weird, a, and it's full on commercial of commercials. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, full like like. And I think David said it in Boston Beers, where it's like once you broke that seal, you just couldn't stop, and it just seemed like you just threw a commercial in there whenever you felt like, yeah, okay, we need a break. Which is, I get it. You obviously you're not going to be able to do that show for seven hours straight, but. At the same yeah, time, uh, like th- th- you got to find a way around it. Either rotate people or have yeah. like a couple games going on sure while there's happen. like a I'm you know sure a commercial happen. or studio break. Uh, something has got to happen because that really takes you out of the experience. Um, and uh, you know, there's nothing there, so you'd have to go into individually one of the games. I also would like the you know the feature of watching multiple games on the screen. Uh, or just a way to switch faster, you know? Right. Like, if I'm watching 360 and they go to a commercial, I would like to just pick a game and switch real quick. Right. Um, just... what, one thing one thing that I that you, you just mentioned, Lewis, what I what I would love to see is have, like, different groups concentrate on, like, four games. You know, like, have one have one set of, you know, two or three people teams concentrate on a set of four games and another two or three people team concentrate on another set of four games. And then that way they can still intermingle the, the coverage but not – break for a commercial so much because it really did seem like it was like every 10 minutes uh, once they did yeah. that first commercial break after and i think the first the first run went, was like something like 40 minutes right um i think it got into at least like half an hour i want to say at least half an hour went in before they did a commercial We're, i could be wrong and, and and sadly that was the time when it was the most awkward moment because it was a lot of like Oh, the screen's here, so we're going to talk about this game over here. Oh, that's yeah. what's happening over here, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 they were standing, and I was watching. And I think at some point somebody mentioned, like, "Oh, yeah, this is a five-hour show." And I'm watching them standing there. I'm like, "Are they just going to stand there for five hours?" Um, but where I really think that the whole flow got interrupted is when Taylor Twelman showed up, like <laughs> midway through the broadcast, and then at that point it just became like the Twelman show. And he started just kind of like talking about all this stuff. And there was, and like you said, there were, there were things going on in the games. There were, there were exciting moments. And like Twelman was talking about like, well, who do you think the top striker is going to be this year? And, and, you know, it was just a, a long conversation about, about nothing really. And then, you know, meanwhile, there's a, you know, a, a pass back happening in, in the Austin St. Louis game. <laughs> um, I think they'll figure all that out. All that flow is going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, better. I think I like Sasha uh, on the on the broadcast. I thought he did well. He's real good. Um, yeah, I liked him. I like seeing him up there. Um, yeah, I mean the the, the three sixty crew looked like they had uh, really good chemistry. Um, it, it was uh, again up until you know uh, the the commercial. Then maybe maybe slightly before when you're like, oh, I can't get into the rhythm of 
like at least one game. I should probably concentrate on that, but I kind of want to see what's going on in the other game. It, it's 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 a weird balance. I'm sure that they will adjust the way that we will adjust because obviously this is new to us as well. So we have to figure out how we want to watch it, how we want to be entertained. Uh, obviously, when our team isn't playing, uh, but. Um, you know, obviously it's a work in progress. It's 10 years. It'll be fine. I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I loved it. I mean, I, I loved it, it so much yeah. that I, I invested in a recliner. Like, yeah, I'm popping in for the whole season <laughs> for the next 10 years. This is it, you know? And so um, I, I really did um, just felt like a um, – it really did feel like a brand new era. Um, even if oh, it was definitely. just – yeah, we're still watching. No, this is We're still watching MLS, MLS, guys. We have been doing this for 28 years. But there was a difference, obviously, and yeah, um, yeah. This is you know, you kind of felt. I think this is the next what, big one. This is the next. Yeah, big yeah, exactly. Change, I think. I mean, and, and people were saying this might be the start of uh, 4.0. That it's actually not probably. a team, but as far as the you know no, production it's, it's, and how how we see it, the and next it, gen. It's definitely yeah. The next it's, well, 100 is the next well, generation. So. Um, you know, as I said, I we, we as Galaxy fans uh, still haven't watched. Uh, we still haven't watched uh, our team play. We haven't been able to enjoy uh, our team. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, and and honestly, honestly, I think that that also part in part like took the um, took took everybody. You know, everybody had a scramble. Like it, it was literally like the day before this, the biggest showcase of. Which is the, actually their, why you their saw night, right? It was it was a scramble, and I think that they did well for for what you know was handed to them, and and they had a great. I, I think that they had a great debut. It wasn't perfect, but it was like you said, Lewis. It was way far and above what most opening days of a season looks like. Even right, you know, yeah, it, it, a showcase. Everything, everything was was great. It's only going to get better. Um, as they continue to like improve and add stuff on, it's you know I, I I'm very very happy with what we got out of it, and I think that if anybody's sitting on the fence about like whether or not to get MLS pass and you're like even remotely a soccer player, you got to get it, man. I mean, yeah, and we're not and and we're talking about like we're we're three people who do a MLS and Galaxy related podcast. We're watching all of the other people that do related stuff get, you know, Apple TVs and and codes and all. We're paying our own money for all this shit, you know. And we're still, I'm still like, it's worth it. It's totally worth getting getting it. I think it's, you know, it, and it's it's going to be great. It's going to be the start of something big. I think this is going to be, you know, some people are going to start to see now that it's now that it's like a little bit behind. Uh, a little bit of a wall. I feel like it's going to give that mystique to the league that is going to drive more people to it, to be honest with you. Like, it's going to be the, like, hey, you know that thing they've been hearing about for so long? Well, now you can't see it unless you get that, unless you're part of the club. And then you go and I'm like, oh, I want to be part of the club. Yeah, you know, actually, I never really thought about it that way. Well, there's a rumor that there's a rumor that Apple's looking into getting an NBA as well. I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and to be honest with you, if that happens, I mean, geez, I, I know they're going to NFL too. Yeah, I, they're looking at NFL, they're looking at NBA. Honestly, if they get that stuff this year, buy MLS. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're gonna be like, yeah, it's over there. 
Uh, right. it's, it's not going to be at the forefront as much focus. Uh, I mean, I, I think the production level is still fine. Obviously, Apple is big enough to you know handle everything. But yes, there would be um, as far as maybe advertising. Uh, there would be a big priority to put it on the NFL or to put it on the NBA. Uh, but as far as the production, you know, you're still going to have like the the A-listers of the MLS world, you know, continue yeah. to do their thing. Um, but yeah, it might be pushed uh, back. But the, the thing is that you wouldn't have to worry about, say, oh, well, you know, we're going to start this late because, you know, Little League game is still going on. It's like, well, if you want to watch you know this game then put it on yeah switch, you know, put switch. it on the pads if you want it on like <laughs> if you want to watch the other game put it on the other one lakers where can i see the yeah. game <laughs> yeah um, i have a um a, a co-worker he, he he talked to me a couple weeks ago he was telling me that he was looking for a new hobby his old hobby was like you know uh-oh. very very expensive and you know Balls he and beers. Uh, yeah uh, he wanted, you know, to kind of get out of that. He was like, you know, telling me how much he was spending on it. And I was like, oh my god, dude! Like this is th- that's like an ungodly amount for what that hobby is. And um, so he told me that he wanted drugs? to get into stock. <laughs> no, it wasn't drugs, but um, he wanted to get into into soccer. So he hit me up. I was like, oh, cool. So he was telling me that he obviously, you know, he started watching, you know, Champions League and the EPL, and so. Um, I told them, well, that's cool and all, uh, obviously, you know, that's, you know, where the money is and that's where the best players play. So, you know, you obviously you're heading in the, in the, in the right direction, but you know, you, you got a league here, right? But uh, check out this Austin and St. Louis game. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so he, he started off in the, you know, but he did want to get into MLS. He obviously knows I'm a galaxy fan and. And so uh, I, I think he said he wanted to be a Galaxy fan. So he was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just go with you. It's the local team. And uh, he didn't want to be a bandwagoner. Uh, he, he said that when he was saying that I, I was looking for an EPL side and I was looking at some of the teams. I was looking at some of the players and he liked, you know, obviously he liked the Man City and he liked the, uh, what was the other team that he he liked? Uh, I think Tottenham was another one that he was watching. But he said, you know what? It's too easy to root for one of the top teams. I don't want to root for one of the top teams because I just <laughs> if I just start, you know, if I just start right now, I don't want to just be like, yeah, I'm a Man City fan. And yeah, they're in first place. But I literally just started watching them this season. And so he didn't want that. So he ended up like looking at all the teams and just kind of like looking over. He goes, you know what? This one. Wolves are my favorite animal. I'm going to go ahead and root for <laughs> Wolverhampton. I was like, okay, well, it's definitely not a top team, and that's interesting. Okay, cool. Well, two weeks later, he comes into work with a Wolverhampton jersey. I was oh, like, shit. oh, dude, you really went all out. I was like, that is so awesome. So then I found out that he has T-Mobile. So I'm like, dude, like you can get the entire season for free. Uh, and he's like, what? So then that's when he said, like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to go for LAFC because for the same reason that I don't want to – be a bandwagoner over there. I don't want to be a bandwagoner here. Just, oh, I start watching MLS. Um, they're the defending champions, so I'm just going to go ahead and root for them. So he took the Galaxy side, and uh, so he wants to kind of just get around it. So I think he's got, I think he ended up getting the season pass. I have to go back with him. But then he was like, he he has like a bunch of jerseys. I'm like, dude, this actually might be more of an expensive hobby. <laughs> like you actually might be going down a deeper rabbit hole on this one. And so I showed him the galaxy one, the the, the new one. And he was like, ah, oh, damn. Like, 
yeah, I kind of need to get there. Yeah, but you told him don't because you don't mm. because climb out. Right, exactly. But and I, as but, soon and I, told, as... <laughs> I did tell him about the boycott. I did tell him what was going on. I did tell him that I wasn't going to a game this year. And, you know, the, the plan was to not to buy the merch and stuff like that. And I go, otherwise, I would have said, let's go to a game. We'll go to the home opener. We'll go to whatever. And, you know, you'll have a blast. And even if I did do that, you know, supporters aren't there. So you're not going to get that that same vibe and energy that you normally would. So it's definitely the wrong season. And I explained that to him. But, um, but yeah, so uh, he'll be – I'm kind of curious to see if he watched – I haven't seen him. But I'm curious to see if he watched this weekend and what he thought of it at the coverage. So it'll be interesting to see what a, you know, uh, a newbie thought of. And, and honestly, like, if he it. didn't – if he didn't and he has – Access to season pass, like it's easy enough back, to right. show them, like, hey, go watch this game, right? Uh, right. watch it in Spanish, watch the highlights for Atlanta, you know, San Jose, right? So, uh, so it's definitely if if there's interest, I think you'll be captured. I, I, I still stand yeah. by the uh, do you will you be able if it's not word of mouth from another MLS fan the way it always has been, will you be able to garner that? you know, that new fan, would you be able to get him through, uh, to that, uh, paywall, you know, behind the paywall, but you know, your point of view actually makes sense. I never thought about it that way. That would be uh, an interesting, uh, marketing strategy if that were the case. Bobby, uh, do you know, do you know if, uh, our friend Jose like got into the, the weekend at all? Uh, I'm not sure if he watched, no, I don't think he watched any of the games this weekend, but he does have MLS. Man. I don't think he watched it. Okay. He just well, it's because I think he just came back from. Uh, oh, he was in. Uh, he was yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in like Austin or something, right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, so I think he just came back, so he didn't really have much time to chill out. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. he should, he should he get on checked, it. He has checked out MLS Pass. He's he watched. He's watched all of the Galaxy videos and the Ritual stuff, and he saw. He's watched all that stuff. But I just don't nice. think he watched. You know, game. Game one, yeah, yeah, sure. Day, well, Galaxy day hasn't one, played day yet, one so. is what I mean. Day one, but yeah, yeah, yeah he was, he was super upset that you know that he couldn't go to the game. So, well, you know, it was it. I mean, look at look at what it turned out to be. I, I'm I'm personally super glad that I didn't have to you know put my family through uh, the the cold and the the, the rain oh, and yeah, snow. Apparently, it turned out fine. No, because it was it was bad. for the best. Because it was and, bad. And I, <laughs> Yeah, and I do think that, that that gives the Galaxy time to do the right thing in regards to, you know, what they're going to do with the front office, whether that means that they're going to, you know, push Chris Klein, you know, off, off uh, out of the way or or give that role to somebody else or or something. You know, they, they, they have time to make things right. I don't think they will, but there's time. You know, I have I have hope that they'll do something. Well, okay. Well, I I, I don't think they're going to do anything, but you know, yeah, it just sucks. Honey. It just sucks for the fans that you know that are that the new fans that you know are just jumping on this last year, the year before that. They really wanted to go to this game, and it sucks because a lot of the because a, a lot of my friends are newer fans, fans from the last couple of years because I'm I've been converting them over um, to to even soccer in general because they've never been fans of soccer yeah. in general. Uh, so so I I I really want to be there and push them because this is what they want to do right now. They want they want to be in it. They want to be into it. You want to capture want it. That, you want to capture it. I don't want it. it to die out because if they get if they if they're off like if they, if this if if they don't go to these games if they if they can't go to these games because they don't feel like they can, you know they're not going to come back. 
and that's not something that I don't want. I don't. I don't want to push. I don't. Want, I mean, I don't want to push. I don't want them to 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 fall into. I want them to enjoy these games. I want them to enjoy these these moments, and they want to too. So um, it sucks that you know they weren't able to watch. But I mean, look at the movement to July fourth. I think that's an incredible move. I think that that's actually the date it should have always been. To be honest, um, it's a, it's a really good, really good date. I think the game is going to matter a lot more because it's going to be in mid. Is it mid season yeah. by July? Yeah, it's going to be oh, mid season. Yeah. That game is good. That game is going to matter so much more. Well, they'll um, they'll they will already have been one. You know, there'll be a true home game yeah. for the galaxy, and then yeah, they'll be they'll be the no no. Yeah. But I'm saying they'll already have been a traffic at. At, at, at our, home at our yeah. stadium, and then they'll and then there'll be one on the other side, but away all traffic go at uh, you know on the other side of that game. Yeah. So I think that'll be a good like the rubber match. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think it's it, it, it's worked out. Just it's worked out real good. And um, I think yeah, so too. Yeah. I, I I'm not. I mean, I think I like the idea of doing Fourth of July at the Rose Bowl just because it's a big, you know, it's a big event and everything. And, and as I said, you know, I, I do hope that between the issues with the FO and the supporters and all that stuff, you know, that there's there's something because I would hate to to get to that point of the season. And although I know that, you know, as as we said in our show last week or as, as uh, uh, Andrew and, and Manny from uh, the supporters groups said that they're willing to to, to sit out the whole season if, if if that's the case but um you know i'm i'm really i'm really hoping that something positive comes out of the next couple of months and and now they have time to do their showcase they have time to make things right for the supporters so um you know that's that's kind of like where my brain is going with all this they kind of bought themselves time um Apple Apple TV still gets their big showcase, and it's on a, on a, on what I think is a bigger night on a bigger night. Yeah, yep. so much I, bigger I, night. Well, I mean, even the attendance might be even bigger that night than it would have been this past weekend. You know, so I mean, it's gonna. Yeah, I just it just became a bigger a bigger game yeah. to be honest. It, it, yeah, a much bigger. And also, game. and also, just on 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 the other side of this, and we're, and this, I think we should be transitioning uh, when it comes to the galaxy. I think it's actually better. Um, it removes that I that whole uh, just that psyche of that we're gonna have to go play LAFC. I didn't really like the whole idea that like you know it just didn't also didn't really matter too much to Vanny in the beginning. Like that's kind of the vibe yeah. he's giving it. Um, and and like look at I I wasn't trying to take it as like the you know the cup, but but we need to but I but I also do want to like stand our ground and show 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 them like that we're you know that we can be better um, and not just I, I mean go loose. Yeah. I, I think what what the the problem was, and I think we 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 said this when uh, Andrew and Manny were on, is that you know if if this was any other season, or if we had a competent FO, every single Galaxy fan, as well as every single LAFC fan, this probably would have been the most hyped El Trafico since probably the first one, if not more so. But the boycott well, really took... until it wasn't. <laughs> right. No, I don't and, think it was. I I don't think it was yet. I think it was because like th- that that event we knew what was going to happen, but you don't really start to feel it as until it gets closer. But that never happened because of what was transpiring off the field. You know, you had the boycott. Galaxy fans were not excited about this game. Uh, it didn't matter that it was against LAFC. It literally could have been any other opponent. There would not have been a hype for a season opener. Uh, the event of the mag, you know, the, the magnitude of the event. Um, really didn't 
help much. You know, there was no buzz for this game, uh, regardless of how hard MLS or the Galaxy or LAC try to push it. The, the fans just weren't there. Even LAFC kind of knew that, hey, you know what? It, this is kind of one-sided. And this is where, like, that whole, if you are if you really are being neutral, as if you're being as neutral as you possibly could be, um, having that type of a rivalry where, like, you kind of need each other to kind of feed off each other, that's where you're kind of, like, saying, yeah, this is good for the league. Yeah, this is good for the city. Yeah, this is good for the game. You know, you need this type of rivalry. You need this type of animosity toward two teams that you don't really see an MLS on a, you know, national level. And so the fact that it was understood that half the fan base just wasn't going to have any heart in it, it really took away from what, you know, should have been or could have been a really big spectacle. Now, postponing the game once you're right smack in the middle of the season where, okay, it's July, this is where, you know, maybe things start to really kick into gear. You know, you start making that, you begin that run. Um, we'll, the we'll, have a, we'll have a team that's semi-complete. Right. Um, it's, it, it's, you know, it, it's a little, it might hit a little different uh, by that time. You know, you're not going to get the uncertainty of what might be happening uh, because of the boycott. You'll know exactly what's going on. If they are still boycotting, you know exactly what to expect. So it wasn't, it wouldn't be necessarily an uncertainty. You would know um, how a home game or any Galaxy game will be like at that point. So, you know, that element of, you know, uncertainty is gone. So there will be a different vibe for sure. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it, it's it's unfortunate that it got to this point, but um, that is the reality of the situation. Um, obviously, because we didn't see our team uh, debut uh, on the, uh, you know, first week of MLS and on the, uh, you know, that during the Apple era, the first day of the Apple era, uh, I, I'm pretty sure not being a home game um, and being now our season opener that it, uh, isn't in our backyard and it wouldn't be necessarily a big, huge event. Um, all eyes are now in Dallas, right? Yeah. Now uh, all the focus is, okay, uh, season's about to begin. Uh, we don't have to worry about the boycott. It's not in our stadium. We can root for our boys, you know, no, no problem. And, uh, you know, and we finally get to watch our team after, you know, uh, X amount of how long, five months since we last saw them. So um, not including preseason games, obviously, but um, has it has it been that long? Uh, I want what? November, October, November, October. So, yeah, it's been it's been like four or five months. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we, we, we go into Dallas, uh, Dallas uh, lost their their home opener against Minnesota. So uh, obviously there is a sense of we can come out of Dallas with uh, three points, if not uh, one point. Um, we now know that uh, we always suspected that obviously Chicharito was was injured. We were told it was day-to-day. Chicharito uh, said on a, a Twitch stream that it would take him between two and five weeks to which he was... I don't know, scolded. I think they eventually told him that, hey, this is private. You don't say that in your private Twitch stream. Um, he wasn't supposed to say that, but now we know that he is out for multiple weeks. So we thought that maybe um, 
having the game postponed was a blessing in disguise for several reasons. That was one of them that if he was day to day, he should be ready to go against Dallas. We now know that that won't be the case. So we will be down um, a DP striker. And uh, now we know that Douglas Costa is uh, in a similar boat. Um, not the same injury. I think uh, Chicharito is a, a strained hamstring. Uh, Douglas Costa is a strained calf. He is also out for multiple weeks. Obviously, one is more valuable than the other. Um, but we go into... Uh, we were about to go into Dallas with you know what seemed to be a, a recurring theme in the no past few these is no DP. Well, we're, we're, we're about field. to play uh, uh, El Trafico with no DPs, which right. is, which is you know similar to what we had in the fir- in the very first El Trafico. We had no right. DPs for that game. Right. So you know, again, th- this is it's not a good thing, but it's been a Galaxy staple for a while now, right? With the Gio DeSantos, with the Jonathans, with uh, you know wh- whatever injury bug. Uh, uh, Allison Greeny when he was still there, there was always that you know injury bug that just kind of targeted our DPs. Uh, Chicharito in his first season um, wasn't with any injuries uh, in the in the locker room last season, um, but we're starting off. You know, a little bit hobbled, um, and we were about to go into Dallas without any DPS until the announcement that Ricky Puj was officially named a DP uh, player this morning. Uh, so we officially will have a DP on the field. Uh, it's a bit of a loophole since we, you know, th- that guy is DP caliber regardless if his contract says yeah. otherwise. Um, so what? So th- there was a lot of speculation as to. Why this was done, what type of DP deal it is, and for what reasons. And there's a lot of, you know, MLSC rules around what, what's what happened. The, what's there. the term? What's the term? Non non max tam DP. So okay, so I, I I'm gonna go ahead and copy off of Josh's homework as we normally do. Uh, he tweeted out there was a thread about this. Basically, I'm going to read one tweet. It's a recap. It says so. If we recap. Pooj is a full DP, makes under the max TAM amount of $1.65 million. Doesn't seem like any extension in years or salary are going to be added to the contract. A roster designation, it, or it appears it's a roster, des, roster designation move only. It opens up a max TAM slot. The Galaxy still have three under 22s um, on the roster. Jovalich, Alvarez, and the new right back Caligari. Those are the three under 22s that they currently have. So basically, they can still sign a young DP because they are. There's still. Um, uh, I think there's a still. Uh, wait, no, they no, can't. they can no, sign no, a no. Max Tam if they, they if yeah. they buy out Costa. They can buy yes, a scene. They can buy a young. They can DP. buy another DP. Right. Okay. So you you got your three DP slots filled. So there's also a rumor. Uh, and, and this is where I'm usually I would take something like this in face value, but uh, Kevin Baxter actually addressed the rumor. I'm going to go ahead and say that at, at the very least, there's an interest or there's talking going on. The Galaxy are very much interested in signing free agent Isco. Um, if he is to be signed, it would obviously be for a TAM deal. So, you know, the fact that Ricky Pooja is now a DP, you freed up the, the, the salary cap space with, uh, making him a DP and no longer a TAM. Uh, remember that you sold uh, Julian Araujo, so you freed up cap space uh, from from him. So they obviously have money to spend on a solid uh, TAM player. 
Um, if they do end up signing Isco, um, it would have to be under a TAM deal. It would be something, I'm assuming, something similar to what Zlatan did, where you would make the max TAM, and then, depending on how you did, uh, offer you a DP deal. This is the last year of Chicharito's contract. I cannot imagine that they would extend his contract. Or, um, or Douglas Costa. Douglas Costa's uh, contract is, is up at the end of this season. So, at, at the very least, two. And uh, since we now know that Ricky Pouge did not add any more years to his contract, this is his last. Oh, no, it's not his last. No, he's well, we doing 2025. He might, be, he might be gone at the end of this season if he yeah. ends up having that MVP-type season uh, that we all expect him to have. I, well, the, the, the MVP season that he's expecting to have. He said awesome. that he wants right. to have. And I do think that part of the reason that they – couldn't extend him or even maybe give him a raise is due to the clause that they have with Barcelona, right? Where they have the first uh, dibs at signing him back for you know a set price, and they also have a pretty hefty sell-on fee if um, if the Galaxy were to sell him to a different team, right? So it's I mean, look in the ways that they could make this work in any kind of favor. I think they did. I I personally would have preferred if they kept Ricky Pooja, Max Tam, and signed a DP. But this is probably the next best option that they have. Right. And you know, I obviously the 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 wishful thinking is that Douglas Costa will be bought out. And the more I thought yeah. about that, the less likely I figured it was going to happen. Uh, as I said, if just it's it's pretty much wishful thinking. The 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 logic that I'm kind of going with now and obviously anything can happen if something comes up where it's just like this is well, too especially good to since they up. changed the rule right exactly uh the rule it was changed obviously everybody because of the circumstances because of douglas costa because we find out that you know chris klein is on that committee that can change the rules uh <laughs> you know we, we kind of look at inward like oh there it is we're doing this for ourselves uh th- there's a lot of teams that obviously can benefit from something like this uh, Miami's one of the ones that comes top of my head Atlanta's another one um but you know uh the, the wishful thinking here is that unless you f- have somebody that is willing to come like they're gonna s- hit a home run here um and you can't get them unless it's a DP but they're willing to come here it's just too good to be true that's when you're probably looking at a by Al. Other than that, you're probably not doing it uh, um, on any sort of a gamble. And for a couple reasons, A, um, obviously, it doesn't look good. Obviously, the client-out thing is as loud as it's ever been, especially now with the boycott. All eyes uh, are on that. Uh, I think at the end of last year is when all of MLS and the, the, the pundits, the reporters, finally decided to say, hey, maybe it's, you know, what's going on in LA? And they start talking about Chris Klein when they've been kind of like turning the other, you know, the other way, they, looking the other way. For they had a years, very, you know, they had a very vague reference to it on the 360 show too, I think. Right, right. Uh, so but but Taylor Twelman did pretty much call it out uh, right. for what it was it's on the, the, uh, on the preview. On preview. Yeah, on yeah. the preview. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely there. So the optics of having to buy out yet another big player, or not a big player, but another big contract, another DP that you you know because it didn't work out in what seems like a short period of time, right? The last one was what 2019 when they bought out Geo. So it's only been four years. Um, 
that you have to buy out another contract. I don't think that's something that they want to do unless, of course, they know that a home run is coming. It's you know an offer that's just too good to pass up. Um, the other thing is that you know you. you I don't think Isco would be that player. I don't think that's the guy that would say, "Okay, we're gonna." It's gonna be swap for swap no. here. I think, uh, I think if you're gonna do it, it's gonna be like some really big South American talent. I don't think it's gonna be, obviously, a Messi. It's not gonna uh, be. It's gonna have to be somebody with the name, dude. It's gonna yeah, have I to mean, be somebody. One hundred percent, it would have to be someone with a name. But you also have to take into consideration that Douglas Costa didn't want to be here, and the Galaxy kind of mutually agreed like yeah we kind of are looking to sell you there was obviously nobody that wanted to buy uh the only one that at least that we know of that they were talking to was gremio and they could not get a deal worked out it looked like everybody wanted this to happen but obviously i don't know none of none of us know and nothing has ever come out about why negotiations stalled about what had happened but i have to imagine that you know Part of it was probably Gremio didn't want to pay, you know, as much as the Galaxy were asking for, and the Galaxy didn't want to sell for as little as Gremio wanted to pay for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they were really that desperate, I think the Galaxy probably would have taken anything, but they didn't. So to buy him out and say, well, rather than to sell him for half of what he's worth, I'm just going to go out and eat the entire contract just doesn't really make any sense either unless of course like i said they have someone in place it's a home run they're putting all their stock into this it's too good to pass up and i just don't see that happening uh greg vanny did say that there are still two or three players that could be on the move before um the transfer window closes in april he did say that he's uh obviously one of one is a winger that they're very much looking for a winger so he obviously knows that he's still missing you know, that seems one like, that seems like he's still talking. Um, it could very well be him, but if he's talking about two or three more pieces, he's obviously thinking about depth, he's thinking about, um, you know, just completing this roster. He's well aware, as everybody else is, that they're going to play a very high number of games this season with the you know, Leagues Cup and US Open Cup and the expansion of the playoffs. Um, you know, everybody's dealing with this. So he's well aware that he's going to have to have some crazy depth. Um, I'm pretty sure he has a plan in place as to, you know, where he wants to uh, prioritize his games. And, you know, you're starting off the wrong foot by having, you know, Chitrita already injured. It's going to be one of the longest seasons in MLS history. So um, obviously there's some challenges there. Um, but, you know, the, the way that this offseason is going, it, it there's hasn't been like that big splash um, but you know what? There's like little pieces that you've added there that are pretty important, whether it's Tyler Boyd or whether it's uh, Memo Rodriguez or uh, Caligari. Th- there's been some really solid pieces that make up um, the whole yeah, that, obviously, I, that are there. Um, you, again, I, all eyes were on that DP. It is now gone. So um, now again, it's for about, now. well, for now, for now, right. Uh, so, yeah. and, and honestly, like like we were saying, I think this is gonna be this was gonna be a tough hole to fill, given that it's it's uh, it had to be a DP. I think they made themselves more flexible, even though they limited their um, th- their their search or or the I guess the level of player that they're that they had available to them. Like you said, now now like Vanny said, 
now we can get two or three players versus just the one right. player that has to hit. So they can they can take a gamble on one player and maybe get two more like known quantities versus you know one one player that they're not sure if it's going to work out whether it's you know because of injury whether because of the way they acclimate to the league or you know whether or not they they get another Kevin Cabral. Obviously they they should be skate snake bitten when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I think that you know. When you look at it, it's it's a better move than it's going to work out to be. But they still have to put those pieces in place to make sure that this becomes a ga- a good move. It's kind of like having games in hand. Well, you still got to win those games, and and this you know in this case, uh, you have Tam in hand. You still got to spend that Tam just just right. So, yeah, um, I, I think it, one thing that I hadn't talked about. Um, in a previous show is uh, I, I was thinking about you know the, the type of signings that were coming in um this season and obviously uh, more players were you know, not pushed out but more people were, were going out the door than coming in uh, obviously you had Mavinga you had Caligari on the back line you had um, Memo Rodriguez coming in you had Boyd but when you're looking at the type of contracts that were being offered to these players you had uh, the, the, the guy from um was it Kansas City? Russell, I think. What you know? Russell, yeah. Russell, okay, Russell. Um, they're all loans. They're all one-year contracts. There's this isn't the normal three years that like we that, normally uh, see. Year, year one and year two. Uh, right. Um, what's the name? DTK. Right. So it it it, it kind of seemed like. I don't want to say it's desperation, but I do want to say that I think Greg Lanny knows that he needs big results in 2023. Yeah. Especially after a, what he said. He's, a, he's on a, a, a what do you call it, Renaissance uh, type roster build right now. I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously the core is still there, right? You know, you, you still have a solid, you know, it's not a rebuild. It's a good core. By, by any means, it's not a rebuilding year. Um, you're at, every year, every team adds pieces. Some have more than others, but for the most part, this is not the same type of rebuilding that we saw between 2017 all the way through 2021. It just wasn't the case. So I believe that, you know, I think this year they're kind of just like, all right, this is basically a not necessarily an MLS Cup or bust, but it's pretty close. Like we need to make a splash this year, and depending on how this turns out, you know, we're gonna go ahead and uh, uh, pick up the options uh, for some of these players that we got for just this season alone. As we said, mm-hmm. Chicharito's gone, Costa's gone, so you know it opens up two DP spots. Um, so depending on how the galaxy do this year, and I know it's a lost show, we, we gave our predictions, but I had the galaxy winning the West this year. And if, you know, if it goes to that way, if everyone stays healthy and everyone, you know, is just kind of going in that direction that it seems to be going toward, um, this team is literally those like two pieces away from being legitimate contenders and greg vanny i think he knows it now and you know he has now those two or three pieces to work with so you know if you're going by that you know again greg vanny is doing exactly what he came to do and there is some stability and whether you know again because of the client out movement we don't see it but he is trending in the correct direction yeah i mean i think that's been the case every year he's been yes greg vanny has been there but it, it's 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 a big step. So, 
I'm going to, I'll tear this out. I'll tear this out a little bit. Bobby, you give me a, a yes or no on some of this stuff. Do you think that this roster with Tyler Boyd, with Memo Rodriguez, do you think this is the sort of roster that is built that could win U.S. Open Cup? U.S. Open Cup? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I really don't know. I got to see this team actually put some minutes on the field. I mean, like what Lewis was just going over, I mean, it just seems way too... Uh, seeing the team in too high of a light, uh, way too soon. Uh, I don't, I don't, I just, I, I don't, ex- I don't know about how this team is going to perform, um, in the next what four, five, six games. Um, yeah, we have to see this before. I mean, you know, look, at, there's a, there's certain people. Where, who was Tyler Boyd with before? Um, Besiktas. Well, was he? I, he was he in Turkey? Yeah, wasn't he in an MLS team? No, no, no. This is his first. He's never this is his first round in MLS. Someone, someone was complaining about one of our memo. Memo Rodriguez yeah. was with Houston. <clears throat> Anyways, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I saw. I mean, I only saw a little bit of Boyd at the Coachella Invitational. He was pretty good. Um, but it's just that's that that moment. Um, we'll see how it goes. I, I again, I can't. I can't really put. I can't really put anything on it yet. Not so. No, you don't think like even U.S. Open Cup, like the lowest tier of trophy that you could win in MLS. But have I started we, at the we, bottom. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we haven't won uh, it in a long time. Right, but that's what I'm saying. To me, to <laughs> me, this seems like if you look at the kind of roster build that that they did in this offseason, um, you know, given the pieces they already have, given the roster build, you know that Costa is not going to play in U.S. Open Cup. You know that Chicharito is probably not going to play in U.S. Open Cup. Ricky Pooch probably will. Um, but probably honestly, I think that probably. it, yeah, give, granted that it's, you know, against lower competition and usually against it's, it's MLS and they're, you know, they're 18 through, through 24 guys versus their, you know, one through 11. I think that this team does have the capability of winning like us open cup. And so my, now my, looking, my, okay. So now my, looking my, on to, I guess. But my thing, my thing is, is that, that we've been saying that for every year. I mean, look, we've, this team is no, no, I, on I, paper. But we have to actually see what happens on the field. I'm 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 saying, are they capable? Do you think they're capable? Um, I well then that answers the question for my next my, my next three questions. I don't, you know, it seems like based on the answer that you just gave, there you don't think that they would have any chance at winning something like the League's Cup. Which I would put no, above Open Cup I'm, at this I'm, point. No, no, I'm just saying I, I really no, don't I, I know anything because you know I mean the League's Cup so, is going to be a very difficult cup and that's going to be in the middle yeah. of our season depending on who who's healthy, um, who's willing to be in and, that roster, what who Vanny puts in that roster um, from the get go. I mean I don't know if he's going to go you know with yeah and. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's a difficult thing to predict. There's so many games and so many trophies out there. You know what teams are going to prioritize? I know he says he wants to trophy. take them all. Okay, okay, but but hold on, but some of the other no, 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 no. But that's difficult, especially with you know uh, one of the criticisms difficult. about uh, about so many games is that okay, that's fine, but MLS roster rules pretty much make this nearly impossible to compete in every single one. You're going to have to either raise the salary cap you're going to have to add international spots or add another the dp spot or raise the tam level whatever it is that you need to do to invest in better depth more depth that you can just go in there and say okay cool um i can prioritize this trophy and so be competitive for this trophy and not skip a beat 
right? I don't have to like in order to compete against all these uh, in all these tournaments, I'm gonna have to exhaust all my DPS, right? It's just well, and, and that's and that's partially why I asked the question like that, and and maybe I should have started from the top. Uh, maybe I should have said. Do, do you see that this roster is capable of winning MLS Cup? Because I think that the answer to that, uh, probably from all three of us, is no. There's no way that this roster is built to win MLS Cup. I don't. Um, I, on, uh, well, here, here's the thing. I, I, I know you have them finishing top of the West, Lewis. Right. It I know, doesn't necessarily I know. mean they're going to win MLS Cup, and I understand that. I understand that there's a lot of factors that go into it that you know of information that we don't have. The time that we were making those predictions, one is, well. Is the injury bug going to be in that locker room for an extended period of time this year? Um, what players are you bringing in? You know, because you're yeah. still missing a couple pieces. And if you get those pieces correctly, I but, genuinely believe that this is a contender. I like but, I said, but we're gonna, I but we we're gonna know the answer. Sure. We're gonna know the answer to those in in you in know about the end of April. Yeah. Right. And, um, I, I you know if you look at like you know can this team win supporter shield? No. No, as of right now, I don't no. think they have. They don't have the depth to win supporter shield. I, I think, think they do. I really do think that they have a. If they can get lucky and they can get hot for league's cup, I do think that they have. Uh, you know, I don't. Oh well, we will know once the, the tournament starts and all that, as as we said. But the advantage if, that MLS teams will let have. Me, in the let me leagues. let me put it this way. Then let me put it this way. If things go well for the galaxy, mm-hmm. can this roster win? Something like Leaks Cup, I, I probably think. probably not. If, if things if go well, well for the galaxy, team, if things go I, well I for do, the galaxy, then I do think that yes. If, if things if go, things well, go for the well, galaxy, can they win be, Open Cup? I think yes. I think they I, can win the Open Cup if things go well. If things go well. Many things can if, happen. If things, <laughs> right. no, 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 but if things go well, I don't think this team is going to win Supporter Shield. I don't think they can win support uh, uh, MLS Cup. Look, so yeah, okay, I, I can't. But, like, I, but I this, I these are the tiers. I don't. I okay, don't think so the Galaxy's performance can win themselves supporters' shield at the end of the year. But depending on how else everyone is doing, we may be able to stumble on it. I will be oh, okay. You know what? I, I actually agree with Bobby there because it is MLS. I, I will agree with I that. Don't I, I don't know if you think... can stumble on MLS Cup onto MLS. I mean, sorry. No, no, no. I don't Porter think you Shield. can stumble onto Supporter Shield. The I think you can that... stumble off of Supporter Shield the way that Philadelphia did last year. No, but, but... it goes. But it, again, it goes to what you're prioritizing. If you are, you know, we, a lot of people are saying because of In... the expanded playoffs, you may not put as much stock into the MLS regular season, and maybe some of the bigger teams will say, okay. I can afford not to win support shield, but I can do this and this and this and still be very much competitive in MLS Cup as long as I'm in the playoffs because in, it's it's I expanded. In, so it's it really depends on the priority that what what teams prioritize what trophies. Is it, it, in each David, scenario, in each scenario that I was giving, I will say that's, that that's all we need to get to. What's the answer you want, David? I know, What's I know, I know. In each scenario that I was giving, I was, I was, I was trying to get your opinion, but Lewis is throwing reality into it. I know, the that's why I'm like, in, each, in <laughs> each scenario, that's I'm like, let's just get to what David's trying to say. In okay. each scenario that I was giving, let's pretend that the galaxy is putting their full effort or their priority toward whatever thing that I asked about, right? So in that scenario, if the Galaxy puts in all of their eggs into the U.S. Open Cup basket, do you think that this team, this roster is capable of winning U.S. Open Cup? I'm not asking if they will win it. I'm saying are they capable of winning it? 
Yes. Yes. Are they capable of winning League's Cup? Damn. Yeah, that was a little tougher, but I'm leaning toward the yes. Okay, I think they can make a run. I think they can make a run. I don't know if they win. Because you only have to win five games, which is probably about the same as U.S. Open Cup. So I was yes. Against a more difficult, against no. more difficult opponents. No, of course. No, and, and, and I want to say this is where MLS has an advantage. You have to remember that this was always the Achilles heel for MLS and Champions League. We would be way in midseason form, where this is preseason for the for the mm. Liga MX teams. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I okay, do believe yes. that Galaxy are capable of winning leagues. Okay. Yes. Uh, do, uh, if they decided to prioritize supporter shield, do you think this roster is capable of winning supporter shield? No. I don't think so either. I don't think they have the. I don't think they have the long term, like over the course of a long season. Even with, even if they throw away their league cup games and just put out their G two guys yeah. in the league cup, I, I still I, don't I, think I, they have yeah. the, the longevity for it. I agree. I don't know. I, I feel like it, it, they they would have to really take advantage of the beginning of the season, and I don't really see. I I I I don't know how this backline is gonna yeah. is gonna be, but I. I'm expecting it to be shaky at first. Like first depth round. and consistency. You need yeah. depth and consistency to win supporter shield. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't, the Galaxy have that. Right like now. if we get, no. if we do get there, we're going to get there like by the end of the season, but, or mid season, but th- that's too late. Yeah. But again, that's um, why we're trying to say stumble because who knows what, how other teams are doing and who knows where yeah. the point ratio is and who knows. And then what if we'd make a run and find our way jumping up those points and we actually get it. Even though we didn't, have that would that would be a lot season. of, yeah, that would be a lot of like things having to fall for the galaxy, and they would also have to be consistently good. Um, okay, and then the same for MLS Cup. If they decided to prioritize MLS Cup, does this roster have the capability, even if it's missing one or two pieces? Assuming that they get, let's say they get like MLS level quality pieces to fill these other spots, do you think that they have? The capability of winning MLS Cup. I don't know. Yes. I mean, this. I mean, it's it's going to be a little a little hard this year because of the new playoff format. It's there's uh more games now, isn't there? Um, yeah. So I mean, it depends on where we fall on the on on the roster and how many games we have to play, or if we're the top seed, or if we're struggling at the bottom. Um, it just well, depends, I it, but. I don't think that matters uh, the, with the, the playoff scenario right. now with the with the top seed or not. <clears throat> The only extra game that gets played is the eight to eight nine team. The eight and nine team. The eight the eight and nine game. Everybody else gets the yeah. Everybody else gets that's best of three after that until yeah. you get to the uh, the, the Western that's Conference it. final. After no, after the best of three, then then you it's single uh, elimination car- the rest of the way. No, yeah, single single. Yeah. No, seven, but it's so, but it's two rounds. But final. it's two rounds of best of three. No, it's just the first. Yeah, one. nope, nope. It's two rounds of best of three. It's the first. It's the playing game. The eight nine, and then the next round is best of three, and then the round after that is best of three, and then it goes into. Um, oh, I thought it was just one round of best of three. Yeah, no, it's stupider than you thought it was. Wow, yeah, it is for sure. Than it's stupider it than you thought it was. Um, yeah, yeah, but because anyways, remember, still, there's more. It's still making my teams. point. It's still making my point. We have so many games. It's going to be a very difficult run in order to I, get into the MLS I, Cup. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be iffy for them for this I, roster. I, you know, the thing is, is that I mean, because because if, if you're saying if all goes well for the galaxy, so you're saying that there is no what ifs. You're saying if they if all goes well, 
are they capable? Then the answer is yes. Because mm-hmm. if everything goes well, we have seen what this team was capable of doing last season. So if you're building on that from this season, again, if you take away the whole boycott, a lot of Galaxy fans at the end of last season were very optimistic going into 2023. Yeah. So people are forgetting that because the focus is on something else. But if you're going on that and you're adding two or three I more mean, pieces, and if they just hit one, like even if you're saying they're MLS quality, you need one to be above average. If you get that one that's above average, this team wins MLS Cup or is capable yeah. of winning. But that was before Julian Rajo left. And now we have Caligari, who's that unknown. Now. Yeah. We don't know, yeah. right? We, we, we don't have, know. We have the excitement. a little shaky to me. The excitement of, of Ricky Push. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything, but I will say this about Caligari. I will admit that I, I, I don't know who he is. I've never seen him play. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to, to hype this guy up or to, like or to tear him down. It, or, you know, I, I can't make either one. The only thing that I'm going to go on is this is a 20 year old who oh, is who, who has been playing significant minutes and games. It's not like he's a. Uh, Right. Like a, uh, he's not a he's not a sub. He's, right. he's, he's not a, a he's sub. A he's not a project in Pensarder. Uh, in one of in no in the best league this side of the world. It is arguably and I, no no. What, I'm gonna take that back. It's not arguably. It is the most technical league this side of the world. He is 20 years old. He's a starter for one of those teams. Oh well, yeah, of course he's, he's playing he is MLS now. now. Going, and now he is going to MLS. He is going to be with the exception of Puj. More than likely, the most technical well, I'm, player and, I'm hoping, uh, on the squad, I'm and hoping, you you have to remember that he's twenty years old. Yeah, so there's I'm obviously he ends up becoming uh, the second Pooj that we've been asking for. You know, I'm hoping this that is he a guy who I'm sure. I am one hundred percent sure that he is eyeing a move to Europe, and this is obviously a very good the stepping stone. Right. So I think this is uh, t- at 20 years old. Obviously, he's got a few more years before he even hits his prime. So um, I'm going by that, that this guy is hungry. He's technical. He's going to be more technical than most MLS players. Definitely, you know, probably second to yeah. Pooch. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that. I don't know anything don't about know him that. to I'm say that saying, he's like technical. Said, he has been playing in the Brazilian league. He has been playing significant games. Yeah. Because of his passport and, his, and the league he's been in. Hey, you know who came from the Brazilian league? Douglas Costa. That's true. But we know um, <laughs> we knew what we were getting with Douglas Costa. He wasn't an unknown. Yeah, he's, Brazil- Brazilian. he's Brazilian. But he wasn't a no no. We know exactly what we were getting. And like yeah, I said, I'm yeah. not I am not gonna sit here and tell you I'm hyping him up and I'm not gonna tear him down. I don't know anything about this kid. Sound like um, I'm hyping him up. But I will. Well, I will give him the benefit no of the doubt. Here. I'll yeah, right no, 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 no. You're, you're, <laughs> no, you're, him up. Him, you're putting him up as one of the most technical players in the fair. league. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Um, but uh, like I, I said, put him as the most technical player on the team. He's done this I will before, give right? him. I will give him the benefit of the doubt because why not? It's the it's the beginning of the season. <laughs> this is the time to be optimistic, right? All right. So so it it sounds to me like we're kind of pretty much feeling the same way about this whole the the way this whole team does. Now, if we get you know if we get if it we should ask the same questions. Call me back in three games. Uh, no, no, no. I was <laughs> gonna say, we're going to ask the same questions. Remind me to ask these same questions at the end of April when we know okay our roster is locked in because we can't get anybody else unless sure. unless you know. Robin Frazier decides to go sign, you know, I don't know, Neymar and then sell them to the galaxy for some reason. Um, because it could happen. 
because uh, you know Robin Fraser and Greg Vanny are best friends. Yeah, and if you're not okay. sure about that, check out Kevin Cabral this weekend. Um, I mean, it could happen, <laughs> but I mean, Los Angeles I mean, the, would have to freeze uh, over. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, let, we'll, we'll we'll revisit these these questions. You know, at in May. Uh, right. First week of May, we'll, we'll we'll go back over. We'll know more about this. But right now, we look forward to Dallas. I look forward to seeing, um, you know, what the Galaxy has in store. Like I said, all of that pent-up energy that they had for El Trafico, they're going to unleash it in Dallas against Sebastian Legette and uh, and and team. I think that, it you know, it's, it's going to be a fun game, and the pressure's off. The pressure is off the Galaxy. Um as far as on the field goes. And then next week we have another away game. Uh, away where games, are we going next no. week? We're going Kansas city away games. No, we go to, we go to Kansas city. We go to and Kansas then, city and then we, and come, then we come back on the 18th. And what, oh, that'll be our Vancouver. Home I thought it was three for some reason. No, it's two. It's, no, it's two away games. And then the home game. Yeah. Yeah. It's Dallas, Vancouver. Then, uh, no, it's uh, Dallas, 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 Kansas, Kansas city, city, and then Vancouver, Vancouver at home. Vancouver is the so, one at home. Yes. So, you know, we, we have all to look forward to a um, lot of games. I'm excited. I'm, 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 you know, I'm excited to be able to, to enjoy it without the weight of thinking about the fans and the boycott and all that stuff. Yeah, so, um, I'm excited to um, watch it on something awesome. Not have to deal, I don't have to connect my laptop to my TV. <laughs> And then send the audio route, and then yeah. Know. I mean, I, I think for me, like I said, I, I I'm finally you know as much as I enjoyed uh, watching all the games uh, on Apple, I finally get to watch my team and see you know all the all, all the fun stuff that the other teams got, of <laughs> uh, you know the pre games, the yeah the the sounds of the state, like everything. Um, and uh, obviously, I'm pretty sure that a majority of us are going to switch over to the radio broadcast to uh, listen to Joe. Um, uh, officially, the the uh, the announcer assignments did come out. Uh, we get Lori Lindsay and Mark Followill. Uh, again, uh, Kobe Jones not did not get the draw. He, he uh, in this one, he's gonna be calling uh, San Jose versus Vancouver. That kind of sucks for Kobe there. <laughs> um, but uh, but getting to call the uh, the LA's our house garbage cup. But uh, but you know, again, I, I don't think. Uh, aside from maybe Kobe Jones, I'm not really sure that there's another one that you would probably sit in there like, yeah, I am not going to listen to Joe. I think the only other one would probably be like a Pablo Ramirez on the Spanish feed is probably like the other option would be like, Ooh, maybe depending on the game as well, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I look forward to finally getting to watch my team, uh, uh, this season and along with the uh, breaking in the uh, the Apple era, so um, yeah, Saturday should be uh, should be fun. Get home from work and then just uh, hit the ground running. All right, any last words, David? You still around? I'm still here. Uh, no, see you Lewis. next week, Louis. Yep, uh, I think we're good. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This was episode uh, 287. I'm here with David and Lewis saying goodbye. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, David said <laughs> bye later. <laughs> I'm like, is he going to say something? Yeah, is David going to say anything? I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, oh, you must have his mic muted. Yeah, it was.
Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 